Welcome to Judeo-Christian Clarion's podcast, Is History Repeating Itself? Part 4. As we continue to look at Daniel 7, 1-8, it goes on to say, After this I looked in the night visions, and there before me was a fourth animal, dreadful, horrible, extremely strong, and with great iron teeth. It devoured, crushed, and stamped its feet on what was left. It was different from all the animals that had gone before it, and it had ten horns. While I was thinking about the horns, behold, another horn, a little one, came up among them, and three of the previous horns were plucked out before it. And behold, this horn possessed eyes like human eyes, and a mouth uttering great boasts. Revelation 13, 1-6, tells us, this about that horn that will pluck out the three. And the dragon stood on the sand of the seashore. Then I saw a beast coming up out of the sea, having ten horns and seven heads. And on his horns were ten crowns, and on his heads were blasphemous names. And the beast that I saw was like a leopard, and his feet were like those of a bear and his mouth like the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power and his throne, and great authority. I saw one of his heads as if it had been fatally wounded, and his fatal wound was healed. And the whole earth was amazed and followed after the beast. They worshipped the dragon because he gave his authority to the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast? and who is able to wage war with him. A mouth was given to him, speaking arrogant words and blasphemies, and authority to act for forty-two months was given to him. And he opened his mouth in blasphemies against God, to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle, that is, those who dwell in heaven. The fourth animal is the European Union, but not like it is today. This will also be a one-world government, ruled by the Antichrist. This will be the resurrection of the last Roman Empire. The fourth animal will get the blessings of the Pope. See our podcast on the sins of our forefathers, and read the transcript at the end of part two of this series. And we will see once again this empire rise to do destruction, as did the past Roman empires. But who will be the ten countries? They will be led by France, Germany, Austria, Italy, Poland, possibly Romania, Spain, Greece, Hungary, and Bulgaria. Maybe Slovakia or the Czech Republic could replace Spain or Greece, who may drop out. We also see here the lion, bear, and leopard will have great power. Out of this Roman Empire, the Antichrist will arise. He will pluck out three of the horns. These most likely will be three of the weaker countries in the EU, and then the beast will have seven horns and seven heads. Ezekiel tells us what will happen to the lion, bear, and leopard. We see in Ezekiel 38, that Gog, 
who is the ruler of Magog, will invade Israel. Ezekiel 38, 1-9 says, Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, set your face toward Gog of the land of Magog, the chief prince of Meshach in Tubal, and prophesy against him, and say, This is what the Lord says, Behold, I am against you, Gog, chief prince of Meshach in Tubal, so I will turn you around and put hooks into your jaws, and I will bring you out in all your army, horses and horsemen, all of them magnificently dressed, a great contingent with shield and buckler, all of them wielding swords, Persia, Cush, and Put with them, all of them with buckler and helmet, Gomer with all its troops, Beth Togamah from the re- remote parts of the north with all its troops, many peoples with you. Be ready and be prepared, you and all your contingents that are assembled around you, and be a guard for them. After many days you will be summoned. In the latter years you will come into the land that is restored from the sword, whose inhabitants have been gathered from many nations to the mountains of Israel, which have been a continual place of ruins. But as people were brought out from the nations, and they are living securely, all of them, and you will go up, you will come like a storm, you will be like a cloud covering the land, you and all your troops, and many peoples with you. This is what the Lord God says. It will come about on that day that thoughts will come into your mind, and you will devise an evil plan. And again, in Ezekiel 39, 17-23, speaking to Gog says, This is what the Lord God says. Are you the one of whom I spoke in former days, through my servants, the prophets of Israel, who prophesied in those days for many years that I would bring you against them? It will come about on that day, when Gog comes against the land of Israel, declares the Lord God, that my fury will mount up in my anger, in my zeal, in my blazing wrath, I declare that on that day there will certainly be a great earthquake in the land of Israel. The fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, the animals of the field, all the crawling things that crawl on the earth, and all mankind who are on the face of the earth will shake at my presence, and the mountains will be thrown down. The steep pathways will collapse, and every wall will fall to the ground. And I will call for a sword against him on all my mountains, declares the Lord God. Every man's sword will be against his brother. With plague and with blood, I will enter into judgment with him. And I will rain on him and on his troops, and on the many peoples who are with him, a torrential rain, hailstones, fire, and brimstone. So I will prove myself great, show myself holy, and make myself known in the sight of many nations, and they will know that I am the Lord. God will cause Israel to be invaded, but not conquered. We see here that Gog is the ruler of Magog, which is Russia, the bear. Persia is Iran, the leopard. Cush is Ethiopia or Sudan, and Put is Libya, and Gomer is Germany, the lion. So we see here the demise of the lion, bear, and the leopard, 
and all those who go with them will all go and invade Israel. We see the outcome in Ezekiel 39 that God will crush their power and might like he did to Egypt at the time of the Exodus, but not before they do great destruction and persecution as we see in Hosea 13, 6-8. As they had their pasture, they became satisfied. And as they became satisfied, their heart became proud. Therefore, they forgot me. So I will be like a lion to them. Like a leopard, I will lie in wait by the wayside. I will confront them like a bear deprived of her cub. I will tear open their chests. I will also devour them there like a lioness, as a wild animal would tear them to pieces. Amos 5, 18-19 speaks about the day of the Lord. Woe to you who long for the day of the Lord. Why do you long for the day of the Lord? The day will be darkness, not light. It will be as though a man fled from a lion, only to meet a bear, as though he entered his house and rested his hand on the wall, only to have a snake bite him. Revelation 13, 7-10 also says, It was also given to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them, and authority was given to him over every tribe, people, language, and nation. All who live on the earth will worship him. Everyone whose name has not been written since the foundation of the world in the book of life of the Lamb who has been slaughtered. If anyone has an ear, let him hear. If anyone is destined for captivity, to captivity he goes. If anyone kills with the sword, with the sword he must be killed. Here is the perseverance and the faith of the saints. But there is still one more beast, as Revelation 13, 11-18 tells us. Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spoke as a dragon. He exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence, and he makes the earth and those who live on it worship the first beast, whose fatal wound was healed. He performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down out of the sky to the earth in the presence of people. And he deceives those who live on the earth because of the signs which is, was given him to perform in the presence of the beast, telling those who live on the earth to make an image to the beast who had the wound of the sword and has come to life. And it was given to him to give breath to the image of the beast, so that the image of the beast would even speak and cause all who do not worship the image of the beast to be killed. And he causes all, the small and the great, the rich and the poor, the free and the slaves, to be given a mark on their right hands or on their foreheads. And he decrees that no one will be able to buy or to sell except the one who has the mark, either the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast. For the number is that of a man, and his number is 666. Let's go back to Matthew 24, 15-28, where once again we will see the warning of Yeshua which speaks to us about this time. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation 
which was spoken of through Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place, let the reader understand. Then those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains. Whoever is on the housetop must not go down to get things out of his house. And whoever is in the field must not turn back to get his cloak. But woe to those women who are pregnant, and to those who are nursing babies in those days. Moreover, pray that when you flee, it will not be in the winter or on a Sabbath. For then there will be a great tribulation, such as has not occurred since the beginning of the world until now, nor ever will again. And if those days had not been cut short, no life would have been saved. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be cut short. Then, if anyone says to you, Behold, here is the Messiah, or he is over here, do not believe him. For false Christs and false prophets will arise and will provide great signs and wonders, so as to mislead, if possible, even the elect. Behold, I have told you in advance. So, if they say to you, Behold, he is in the wilderness, do not go out. Or, Behold, he is in the inner rooms, do not believe them. For just as the lightning comes from the east and flashes as far as the west, so will the coming of the Son of Man be. Wherever the corpse is, there the vultures will gather. Once again, we see Yeshua's warning us about false prophets, because that is one of the beasts. Let's take Yeshua's warning and let's not run after every preacher or teacher who tells us anything different, because when Yeshua returns, we will all know it without a doubt. There will be no need for signs and wonders. Who are the corpses? They are those who are dead to the Holy Spirit. They have ears to hear, but do not listen.